Welcome to High Frequencies, a podcast that explores fitness, health, and wellness with a modern approach to mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. All of this comes from a place of love and passion. My name is Opie, I'm a certified nutrition and health coach and your friendly neighborhood podcast host. So if you're all for it, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi guys, I am back in my wardrobe with my cool microphone and snazzy ass pop filter. Someday this setup is going to be a little more permanent, but for now this is working and it's cold outside, so I'm nice and cozy in here. Anyway, so a little over a week ago, I wrote this caption on Instagram that compared the way that we use and treat our technology as opposed to our own bodies and health. You know, why do we update the software in our phones or the drivers of our devices or the hardware of our computers? You know, a lot of the time it's because we want the best of the best, right? We want our devices to perform at their best so they can keep up with the things that we throw at them and expect it to handle. We install drivers because we want the ultimate compatibility with other devices and we upgrade hardware because sometimes there's just not enough storage space. But what about our health, our mind, our bodies, our heart? What are we doing to improve and develop these integral components of our lives? Can you confidently say that you actively look after yourself on a daily basis to update your internal software or make sure you're focused and your performance in work and life is at its peak? Because I tell you what, our bodies do need daily attention to enable its optimization, but you know, we don't have time, we can't afford fresh food, a gym membership, a coach, can't afford therapy, don't have company or support, yada yada, the list continues. You know, it's interesting. This whole idea started when I was thinking about all of these amazing things that we could do with our technology that we can't do with our bodies. You know, you can't just turn on the do not disturb function to quiet your mind. That would be really handy. You can't just delete and reinstall an app in your brain when it stops working or go to our settings and change the language we speak fluently in. We certainly can't go into a store to buy a new body if it slows down. There's no power button for us to turn ourselves on and off again to troubleshoot even basic problems that we do with our devices. Or is there? See, we might not have these buttons and manuals that tell us how to do these things, but there are certainly things we can do to act as if there are. Does that make sense? This is a quote from an unknown person, but it says, So many years of education, yet nobody taught us to love ourselves. I'm not talking about going for a haircut, doing a face mask, going for a massage, or thinking positive thoughts. I'm talking about mind-body maintenance. Like, when was the last time you had a full-body checkup or your six-monthly dental clean? You're meant to have them six-monthly, by the way, just so you know. Props to you if you're on track, because I know a lot of people who haven't been to the dentist in years. When was the last time you pursued something new outside of work? Something that's substantial and stimulating to your mind? Something other than a new TV series? If you're in a relationship, when was the last time you actually ironed out all the deep-rooted issues in your relationship? 
I know a lot of people who bottle these things up and it really adds up over time and takes up a lot of unnecessary headspace. Every little argument becomes bigger because of this build-up and the cycle continues. When was the last time you broke down your finances and had full clarity and understanding of how your money is coming in and out? And when was the last time you went through your fridge and pantry and chucked out all the things that were off or had been there for years? These might not seem like front of mind, quote unquote, health issues, but they are pretty integral in the grand scheme of things. If we don't carefully manage these items, they can really contribute to our overall health and well-being. I feel that this is why we don't end up doing these things or making a habit of them. It's because there's such an overwhelm of information and the things that we have to do. We don't really get a how-to adult guide when we leave school. It's kind of expected that our parents will show us the way or we figured it out. But even our parents aren't perfect. They might miss some things. They may miscommunicate others. And maybe some of us aren't fortunate enough to have parents. The point is, if you look alive and well and you're not complaining about persistent pain or problems, you must be doing fine, right? That's why I feel majority of healthcare takes a prescriptive approach in our lives, because it's easier to deal with something only when it comes up. It's easier to prescribe medication for your pain than it is to prevent them, because there are a lot of ways and reasons why you could be experiencing pain. So to try and prevent them could mean trialing a lot of things. I understand that. And like full disclaimer, I'm not putting this on the health system. There just may not be enough resourcing available for the system to support this different approach. So it places responsibility in the hands of the individual who may not even realize what this responsibility comes with. Long-term health and vitality can only be obtained through an investment of commitment. Dealing with things only when the situation is dire is acting out of desperation instead of consideration. This is what inspired me to really do what I'm doing now, to look at health holistically and encourage people to own the quality of their own life. You know, it's easy to blame the effectiveness of a medication, but what are you doing personally to help alleviate it for yourself, to prevent it from happening in the future? Here are some basic steps I've put together to help with an audit of your mind-body maintenance. The first thing is, book in a dentist appointment. Just do it. If you've got health cover, cleans are usually covered, and if not, look into it. Don't let it sit at the back of your mind. And if you're concerned about cost, well, the later you leave it, the more expensive it's going to be. So better sooner than later, right? Second tip, find something you've always wanted to do. Whether that's to write a blog, learn a new instrument, make YouTube videos, start a podcast, whatever it is, take one action every day that will lead you to being more familiar and then confident with this thing. Why I think this is important? Because the more you think about wanting to try something and not actually taking action to do it, it's kind of like having 50 tabs open in your window, like on a computer. I know I just jumped from like real life to tech, but this is the topic of the podcast, right? So 
you've got like 50,000 tabs open in your window and those are all the things that you've been wanting to try this whole time and you haven't tried them and you just leave them open in your window. When you actually take action to do these things or try these things, your mind is able to close them and switch them off and you can actually enjoy yourself. My third tip is if there's a slight kink or pain that you've been putting aside because it's tolerable or you're managing fine or it's not really affecting me that much, book in that physio or osteo appointment. I have no doubt that you have done this before. When you've put aside pain because it would be too much trouble to schedule an appointment and pay for a consult and end up getting scans and expensive treatments, but wouldn't it be worse if due to your negligence and ignorance that these body parts became useless in 10 years time, 20 years time? You can't put a price on optimal health. So stop ignoring these little red flags and take action to fix them before it's too late. Fourth tip is, do you live away from home? Call your family this week. If you talk to them regularly, props to you. And if you live at home, spend the weekend together. Do some bonding. I know even I've sometimes let life get the best of me and I end up putting off that phone call home. But it's not right to take your family for granted. Show them you care by telling them you're thinking of them or spending quality time together when you can. Same goes with your friends and relationships. My fifth tip, make every movement mindful. Copyright trademark OVHO 2019. Jokes. I don't know. I just came up with that on the spot and it sounds pretty awesome. But what I mean is you might be walking to the train station. Why don't you make that walk mindful? Think about ways that you're using your muscles to walk there. How does walking faster feel? How does walking slower feel? Going up the elevator? If it's only one or two levels, could you potentially take the stairs? If it's more than that, say seven floors, could you take the lift up four or five and take the stairs for the rest? When you're going up the stairs, pay attention to the muscles in your legs that are bringing you up, the feeling in your glutes as you push up each step. Be grateful for the way that your body supports you in your daily activities. It's easy to take these sensations for granted, especially when we have become so busy and have no time for anything. I think it's so important, as especially for those who are not regularly going to the gym, to find ways to get themselves moving more often, even if it just means stairs, riding a bike, or getting off at the station that's one before your own and walking the rest of the way. Be appreciative of the way that your heart beats when you do these activities. I hear a lot of the time people mention, oh, the burn that you feel, especially going upstairs or doing crazy workouts. But I think this feeling should be loved and appreciated because we should be grateful. We can even move our bodies in a way to feel this and know that our heart is happy when it gets to work hard and keep us living and well. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Frequencies. I know this was a shorter episode, but I think I have jam-packed quite a bit of thought-provoking topics here that I'll leave you to think and marinate in. Anyway, I'm always on the hunt for new topics and ideas to talk about. So if you've got any suggestions, please let me know. As always, also, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to message me over on Instagram at Ophiho. And if you're loving the podcast, I would really appreciate it and be super grateful if you could leave me a five-star iTunes rating or a review if you're feeling generous. Anyway, thank you again for listening and no doubt we will speak shortly. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you left a review. If you're looking for more great vibrations and high frequencies, come and find me on Instagram at Ho. We have an amazingly supportive community there, so I'd love it if you could join us. Sending you lots of love, and I'll see you next time.